Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, everyone. This is Coach Lois here with another episode of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. And I have to chuckle. Of course, I think my neighbor is uh, doing something outside right now. So I hope you don't hear that. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, this is a show that I do live. Um, so when you do it live, you got all sorts of fun and games in the background, potentially, that can that can join us. So um, anyway, I'm super excited to have an amazing guest here today. And really, the show is designed for you as the listener to create your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. And so uh, oftentimes, I have health experts, wealth experts, people who can help you um, tap into your genius, your your wisdom. And I'm super grateful to have Tara Samadhi with me today. I met her just, gosh, it seems like a long, longer time ago, <laughs> but it was just a few months ago. Um, and she became one of my spiritual mentors, um, one of my guides, one of my teachers. And I actually met her through plant medicine space, um, through my own spiritual journey of healing and truly going within. Um, if you guys have been following me for a while, um, I wasn't at my best health, my best wealth, my best wisdom, even when I started this podcast. So 200 episodes ago, I had a vision. Um, my higher self knew that this message needed to get out there because I see a lot of people struggling with being and becoming their highest and best version of themselves. So I've been working with Tara now for a while, and she's been helping me open my channel, speak my truth, and share my higher self with the world with much more authenticity, with much less fear. And so I just want to remind you guys, if you're tuning in live, just before I turn it over to you, Tara, um, comment below, hashtag live, and where you're tuning in from, hashtag replay, if you catch us on the replay, and where you are tuning in from. So I'm so excited to have you here today. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your story, how you got to be where you are today as a spiritual mentor. Wow. Thank you, Lois. So beautiful. Um, Everything has led me to this moment, just like life, you know, everything just brings me to this exact moment. Um, Lots of, lots of um, challenges have paved my way. Um, It really started with a serious heartbreak, a heartbreak that broke me so wide that I had to break into something else. Mm. And, um, after you know realizing who I was through another person and then having that person leave and then be able to figure out who I am without anyone or anything and that has been the journey you know it's an in inner journey 
And it all started with being left at the airport in JFK, having my heart ripped open, totally devastated. And before then, I was a bit suicidal, and I didn't know if I was going to be, you know, I, I thought that I was one of those people that always would hate myself and always just, like, have moments of thinking, yeah, I don't really need to be in this world. Mm-hmm. And I met a um, a young man, and I decided I wanted to, like, change my life and live differently and be really happy and and just make different decisions leave the life of addiction, leave the life of self-deprecation, leave all this life. And when he broke my heart, I had a choice point of like, what am I supposed to do now? Am I supposed to like go back into my pattern of self-destruction and hate and sadness and misery and all of that? Or was I supposed to make a different decision? And that was that point. It was a very simple point of like, who do I call? I call one person or I call another person to pick me up from the airport, literally, because I was completely catatonic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I chose the person who eventually led me into the world of deeper, deeper study of medicine, of plant medicine, of the spiritual journey. And from then, I I just went full force ahead. I I joined a community and I became a guardian and I started training like pretty immediately. And the woman who helped me, who picked me up from the airport, besides there being a lot of um a lot of incongruencies and a lot of distortion around that, it was really it it was a deep, a deep help for me to to surround myself with people that were doing more medicine and who were in on the healing path. That was actually Armand Circle. And uh, yeah, and that whole community. Mm. And then a year later, I ended up going to Peru. And I sat with another teacher and I did grandmother for the first time. And it was absolutely insane and amazing and wonderful and at that point I was under the illusion that I had to go through like a mini exorcism in order to find this part of myself and in order to open my channel but in hindsight I realized that I don't believe in exorcisms I don't believe in energies that are negative in the sense of like acting without my free will. I believe everything is free will. And I believe that I have a part of me as we all have parts in us Mm -hmm. that aren't as desirable as the ethereal, like higher self images. Wow. Yeah. And so then it's just been a continual journey of refinement of figuring out who I am deeply and deeply and learning how to interact with my fellow beings and listening to my call and listening to the no call, going into the deeper no self, going deeper into the the um, the losing and the shedding of identities. Hmm. 
it's a, it's a lot. Like we can go into something more specific. <laughs> well, I do have questions for you. So it's all perfect. Um, and for those who don't know, <clears throat> when she was talking about grandmother, she was talking about ayahuasca. And uh, I know that there are people who don't uh, do plant medicine. And I just want to acknowledge that this is all perfect. There's many paths and many roads to your highest and best version of yourself. And I, I want to just, um, can I ask you a question? Um, when you talked about shedding your identities, and we all have many of them, we all have many many masks that we can take on and off, right? And we have these labels, you and I were talking about this before the show, <laughs> about, you know, we have these, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a sales coach, I'm a podcaster, you know, we build up identity upon identity upon identity upon identity until, like, use myself as an example, we've forgotten who we are, truly, at our core. And so where does one begin to tap into that highest and best version, truth of themselves, if they have all these hats, all these identities, all these layers, where does one begin? Well, one begins from the simplicity, just the deep simplicity of self-compassion and self-love, mm -hmm. sitting in silence. Um, there's so much information we can be gathering right now. We can gather, you know, from all different modalities, all different lineages, all different tribes, all different philosophers and theologists and everything. We can gather all the information and it just turns out to be information in the end. And what we really need to cultivate is this self-knowing and this self-awareness and this ability to really know our own truth. And in order to really know your own truth, we have to be quiet and we have to go inside and we have to look at all the things and all the, the arrows and all the pieces that come up that lead us to parts of ourselves that might be acting out of subconscious beliefs might be acting out of trauma, might be acting out of different kinds of, of uh, limited views of the self. My philosophy now is non-dual Shaiva Tantra, which is an incredible study of the non-duality pantheon in India. And it just goes to say that there's no, there's no right, there's no wrong, there's no good, there's no bad, there's no beautiful, there's no ugly, there just is all of it. And all of it is the same. It is all an expression of divine consciousness, of the universe knowing itself, of looking deeper into itself, of dancing with itself, of forgetting so that we can remember. I love that, forgetting so that we can remember. Yeah, you, so many. So many layers and so much that I have learned and that's why I want to bring this to my audience because it's also not something that I've been openly discussing because I've probably been on this journey like you talked about your heart was broke open and <laughs> there's like pieces I called myself Humpty Dumpty I was like oh there's a piece of me over there <laughs> there's a piece of me over there and I was really really dead inside and so I didn't want to go inside Tara I didn't I was terrified. You know, I understood meditation. I actually had been meditating 
for years. I thought I had it all figured out, right? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I myself is good. <laughs> I'm meditating. I'm working hard. I'm making money. So when someone says to you, I don't have time for that, or I'm too busy, or let, let's start with that. And then I have another question to build upon that. Because a lot of times in our society, if you're busy, you're successful. Mm -hmm. You know, and yet there's a lot of people who aren't happy. So how do you... How do you forge out the time for yourself in order to go deeper into your practices? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the key. That is what saved me is practices and creating ritual and starting to make everything in my life sacred. Every, everything I did, every, every piece of food I put in my mouth, everything I was um, consuming in any kind of way, I was making it sacred and realizing it was sacred. And so anything can be sacred. So if you're having a busy life and you need to wash the dishes and you don't have time to meditate, you meditate while you're washing the dishes. Mm. You spend that time with like deep gratitude for the water that's touching your hands, mm. smiling to your hands with like, as like Thich Nhat Hanh would say, you know, smile to the hands, smile to the water, smile to the dirty dishes that you get to wash, you know? Mm. And so any moment can be a moment for you to go into the sacred and a moment for you to go into deep practice of reverence and devotion. And, and it is really important and really beautiful to start to carve out that time, even if it's just five minutes, for you to just sit in silence, for you to start saying a prayer, for you to start you know, studying something that brings you closer to yourself. Hmm. I love that. Yeah. And you talked about everything is sacred. So I, my next question was when someone finds that time and they start practicing, whether it's like you said, smiling as you're doing the dishes, I love that. Um, I noticed for me, and this was scary, is the meditations weren't always warm and fuzzy, right? The shadow stuff started to appear the stuff that I had been running from the stuff that I had been sweeping under the, the rug, putting in the closet, working over, drinking over the stuff that everyone is afraid of that, that darkness, hello darkness, my old friend. So other than listening to that song to help me make me feel better, <laughs> what happens when that stuff comes up? So when anything comes up that could be uncomfortable, that's a really, really good indication to lean in. Mm. It's the best. This is a path, the spiritual path and all paths are, this is really the path that, that you must be ruthlessly vulnerable and surrender mm -hmm. over and over again. And notice that when the contraction, that's what I call it, a contraction comes up or a part of myself that I am unwilling to look at, I look at it even deeper. I ask my friends if they see this in me, I write about it, I write about it, I write about it, I tell on myself, and then I hold this part of myself like it's a like it's a little baby because it's usually part of my inner child, it's usually a part of myself that got fragmented along the way. 
and is acting out just like a little kid. And the thing is, is that we get so angry with these parts of ourselves, with the jealousy, with the greed, with the vanity, with the judgment, all these pieces, we think that they're horrible attributes, but they're actually, as anyone that does shadow work says, is like, it's, they, they are, they are integral parts of you. The gift is within the seed of them. The seed of the contraction is the entire tree of life. Mm. I love that. I love that. As I have the tree of life painting on my wall back here, that's so profound. I just want to give an acknowledgement to our audience. We have Corey Ward-Cook tuning in live from LinkedIn. Hello from San Diego. And I apologize. The Sometimes Facebook doesn't let me see who you are, you beautiful soul who says you have to face your darkness, stare into the abyss, and pull out the lessons. So again, if you guys are just joining us, uh, we are with Tara Samadhi, um, one of my spiritual mentors who's helped me shine light on my shadow and to really tap back into my true, true higher self. So I do want to talk about that next. And you guys that are watching live, please comment below with questions. This is the perfect time to ask our guests or myself questions. And when we're facing the shadow, you know, one of my favorite judgments is, is shame. That was what I started uncovering about my inner child because there was a, a lot of, a lot of shame growing up around me. And we take that on right as little kids and we don't know what to do with it. And a lot of times we're not given that opportunity to look at it and understand it in our childlike innocence, right? So it follows us. It doesn't go away. And so when we when it comes up for me, and I know I've reached out to you and a couple other spiritual mentors, and just to, to be reminded that it's okay to, to look at that. And then as I have grown in muscle practicing and looking at it more and more, that's how I found my joy. I got my joy back. Authentic, delicious, real, purposeful joy of simply just being me, not doing. I, I was, I fell prey to the lie that I had to be doing things, a human doing in order to be successful and be loved. And so I'd love for you to talk about how you help people shift from, okay, now I'm looking at this so now what? How can I get to my my channel? If you want to talk about that, what is that and or higher self? Well, the higher self is through the body, through the human body, through embodiment. And a lot of teachers, a lot of speakers are really in a lot of religions, a lot of uh, traditions talk about transcendence and going outside of the self and really going in the higher self is outside and it's above and it's, you know, it's this cosmic consciousness when in fact it is the, the embodiment of the human. It's really, really sitting with and really paying attention to what the human is because the human is as magnificent and as magical as the higher self. The higher self is the human. The human is the higher self. It is just a denser form of the higher self. The separation and creating this constant 
duality between the shadow and the light, the good, the bad, the dense and the and the subtle is what continues to create the distortion and the duality within us. Our bodies are the higher selves. Our bodies are the channel. Our bodies are. And as and because we're on this planet and because we're humans that are able to use so many of these tools, so many of these abilities to go all all over, like we're able to go into all these different dimensions, all these different consciousnesses, all these different planes of existence because of our human form, because of the DNA, because of our cells, because of the light in our bodies. Mm. So we're like we're like these these exquisite puzzles that as we go deeper and deeper into our trust and into our knowing that is how we unlock that is how we unlock everything is when we truly trust and never look outside for of ourselves for any divinity never look outside of ourselves for the higher self for anything other than our pureness of our dense, perfect bodies. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And that was um, just so I wanted to acknowledge Tracy Brinkman, <laughs> a fellow podcaster, the Dark Horse podcast, which I've had him on my show. Thank you so much, Tracy, to, to have you here. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, we have been conditioned um, I've been studying the magnetic mind, tapping into the superconscious, which is exactly, basically, higher self. We've been so conditioned to look outside of ourselves for the answers, you know, answers from our government, answers from our parents, answers from our religion, answers from our different institutions. And I'm not saying that all those things are bad at all, right? No, that's not not what we're saying. It's just, that's the true way to, though, forget um, who we really are is having everyone else tell us what to do, how to do it, when to do it, who to be, how to be. And it can be scary to reconnect. To yeah, that. and as a spiritual mentor, all I'm doing is showing the tools that will lead you back into yourself. Because if we look outside of ourselves, we will always put someone else on a pedestal. We will put an idea on a pedestal, a, a pedestal, a belief, a concept, anything, you know, that is not the, the pureness of our true self, which is, which is part of the divine consciousness of life, right? Mm -hmm. Then there will be the inevitable fall always. And that fall creates the weakness, that fall creates the spiritual um, confusion, all of these pieces that, that happen from that. And then like the, the, you know, people say that we are spiritually sick right now, that, that this whole culture in this country. And I don't, I agree with that. And I also, I also believe that we are exactly where we need to be. Everything. Okay. As as bizarre and as radical as that is, I believe every single thing that is happening, every event, every death, every life is perfectly designed for our growth. 100%. 
I'm 100% with you. And and to be fair, I don't think I would have gotten there if it wasn't for plant medicine teaching me and, and going really, really, really deep. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that that was the same for you and for me. And uh, it all is about self-love and self-compassion and holding yourself through that process and getting support uh, along the way. Uh, I do have a couple questions from the audience, so let's dive into those. We We'll have time to answer these two questions. Um, kind of this is similar to what I was asking you earlier. How do you coach a client who has an intention to lean into feelings, fear, being unappreciated by lost lovers and significant others? Instead, is not really making time for going within, rather filling her dance card each day to move external energy and yet leaving no time for self-discovery, which, by the way, is probably about 90% of the population. The thing is, you already have the answer to that question. You know exactly what to do. And it's just about taking that time and really, really, really going inside and listening. Um, I have been, you know, really, I've fallen many times on my face because I wasn't listening. And that stillness and that listening is just so important to cultivate. The dancing and the movement and the external stuff and doing all the programs and all the coaching and all the, the, the ceremonies is, is wonderful, but really the integration of the stillness is what needs to be cultivated in order to, for us to have the balance because we want to have this beautiful balance so that we're able to go wild and then also able to go really small and really quiet and be able to listen to the lessons that are around us all the time. Yeah, and Corey, I would I would say to you, and I'd love to connect with you, it's been too long. Um, I always just ask people, I share my story first. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm grateful. I went through my own version of self-imposed hell and didn't um, really meditate and go within and had even had people telling me over and over again, go within, go within, go within. And nope, I just kept working more and drinking more, working more and drinking more. And unfortunately, I had to lose my brother and my mom back to back to like wake the you know what up. So the universe will help people in that situation. Unfortunately, it might mean a big personal blow, a big personal illness, a big personal, an additional loss, because I had already lost a lot of people in my life. I guess I needed two more to wake up. So I hate to say that, Tara, and I hope that doesn't sound, you know, too offline with what you would say. I just had to share that because that's what it took for me to finally go, okay, I surrender. I wave my white flag. I read the book, The Surrender Experiment too, by the way, and I was really pissed off. The first few chapters really pissed me off. And then I realized why. It's because I knew it was true and I wasn't listening. I, I was holding on for dear life. And then I finally couldn't hold on like that anymore. I had to surrender. So. Anyway, I don't know if you want to add anything more to that, and then I wanted to get to the other question. I think that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing right now and trusting that and trusting that when it's time for you to make a change that it will organically be born within you. 
I I um, wanted to stop smoking cigarettes for a long time. And every time I was like, I got to stop smoking. I need to stop doing this. I need to stop this behavior, this behavior. I just started to do something else that brought me more joy. And then it was harder for me to smoke because it didn't feel like it was in alignment. And so what happens is when you start doing these this work, this inner work or going to ceremonies or doing whatever is you're being called to do, whether it's a yoga class, whether it's mm. you know, a dark retreat, whatever it is, your your body and your mind and your heart and your soul will start to find its alignment. And anything that's not in alignment will just start to fall off and in a way that it doesn't come back. I love that. Yeah, the just say no model doesn't always work. <laughs> It can actually come back to uh, to bite you in the butt. Um, so thank you for sharing that example. This is another question is, what are some of the tools or practices that one can use to tune within? I like that phrase. That's, that's awesome. Well, I always tell everybody in the beginning is that morning pages and journaling has been such a easy, quick way to start to develop a dialogue with self. And that's Julia Cameron with The Artist's Way. She's just incredible. And it's just such a beautiful tool. So to first do that, and then the lessons, and then the, the teaching will come through you through the morning pages. And if anybody doesn't know what morning pages are, they're just three pages that you write in a journal with um, in script so that you're tapping into your subconscious mind and you're not trying to make sense of anything and just writing for three pages nonstop in the morning anything that's coming through anything that needs to be to be talked about to be worked through and without any judgment and without trying like this isn't a writing exercise this is a consciousness exercise so i would i would suggest that for the first peace and then starting to do something with your body starting a yoga practice starting a mm -hmm. grounding practice starting a, a dance practice something to get you in your body and i love that question it was perfectly timed it goes with your meditation that i now have up on the screen. Yeah. Can you tell them what they're going to find at www.tarasamadi.com forward slash 1D activation? So this is a really awesome meditation that I learned from Barbara Hanklau, which is this incredible channel. She's a Pleiadian channel. And um, it really gets you in touch with the iron core crystal, which is in the middle of the planet and gets us into this place of deeply connecting with the root. Cause the way to open the channel, the way to become more embodied is to go through the chakra system and to align all the parts of ourselves so that we have like the clear energy and the nadis and the channels running through us. Mm -hmm. So this activation gives you it get, puts you in the experience of connecting with the root connecting with mother gaia and yeah it's 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 a really fun fun one i love that i didn't realize it was from barbara hanklau i love love her and um love you and so grateful to have you on our show we got one more question for for tara and i want to acknowledge Corey. um said thank you 
Um, very useful responses. Thank you. I think the first step is surrendering. And um, that's a daily, <laughs> a daily step we all, all get to choose to, to take on this journey. And yeah. it's not, not always easy. So please check out her meditation. And then I just have a couple of really, really quick announcements. Uh, you know, as, um, as Tara has been going and helping me, and as I've been going on this journey, one of the other tools, Corey, just this is a, a, another answer to your question. Another tool that's helped me be able to walk through this 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 journey of facing shadow and and light and being able to be with it is the the magnetic mind um, certification that I've been studying in the book You're Not Broken. So if you haven't been watching my show in a while, I've been talking about this for months, and I have a class on June 23rd that I'd love to invite you guys to. Um, the magnetic mindset class dot now dot site link is on the screen. I will put it in the show notes as well as Tara's amazing meditation. Uh, I would love for you to attend. It's June 23rd, 1 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, there will be a recording if you can't attend live. However, um, I really would encourage you to do what you can to move things around. I'm going to bring all of my tools, all of my passion, all of my, my, my learnings from looking at my shadow, my shame, my guilt, my judgments, the things that I didn't look at for a really long time and kept my dance card very busy, <laughs> avoiding them. And now how uh, a year later after starting this journey of, I just have so much more authentic love and joy and attraction in my life. Um, amazing, amazing relationships, amazing relationship with my husband. Um, we saved our marriage with this work. Now it's not only saved, it's, it's thriving. And, and a different uh, perspective on abundance, um, amazing health. Uh, I've lost almost 30 pounds now since I started this journey a year ago without, again, a diet or just say no to sugar or any of that stuff, right? All the, all the things that I learned in previous structures now, it was just all I did, Tara, was love myself and find compassion and tap into my higher self. And to be able to do that, I couldn't do it alone. So I'm really passionate to bring that class to you guys to be able to help others start that journey. And of course, I'd love for you to reach out to, to Tara. And I know you have a podcast. They can find you on Instagram as well, right? Uh, where else can they find you? And then I have my closing question for you. And that's, yeah, my podcast is Cosmic Life and Instagram, Tara Samadhi. And I have, I'm, I'm going to be doing an opening your channel course in a couple of months so if you are added to my email list then you will get all the information oh and great point so that link um the the meditation that'll get them on your email list right so they mm -hmm. can stay in touch with you beautiful wow well i know we went over time um and i knew we probably would and um it's just such a such a, my heart is so full right now um to be able to share amazing mentor of mine with y'all and so please please uh check check out our podcast the cosmic life i'll put that in the in the show notes as well and so my final questions for or question rather for you is when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise what does that mean for you that means being in alignment listening to the universe being in absolute dynamic flow Dancing emptiness, as a wonderful teacher Adashanti says. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. 
Wonderful. Well, guys, until next time, <laughs> I, I wish I could I could keep this conversation going for hours. So we'll we'll have you back on the show. Maybe we'll do a special hour-long episode and and then talk more about channeling your higher self and and all the beautiful stuff that I'm learning. So thanks guys for tuning in. Next week we do have a very um more, I call it traditional guest, uh Barry Lynch from the UK. And he's actually going to talk uh deeply even as a business coach, he's going to go really deep in about happiness and about really um, money doesn't buy you happiness. So it, it's actually a great follow-up to what we talked about today. So until next time, guys, here's to your best health, your best wealth, your best wisdom. If you're not already in the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community where you can meet Tara and all my guests and Barry as well, please join us at healthyandwealthyandwise.com. Until next time, guys, love you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye for now. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for attending another amazing Healthy and Wealthy and Wise show. Thank you so much. Please subscribe, download, leave a review or a rating. And also, if you felt like you could benefit from some help, maybe some magnetic mind support, maybe some lead generation and sales strategy, I would love to gift you a free month of my membership or go to bookacallwithlois.com. That's right, www.bookacallwithlois.com. And if you haven't had a one-time free strategy session with me, that's my gift to you today for attending all the way to the end. Here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom.